Who you trying to get crazy with this, see? Don't you know I'm loco? Now we're rolling. Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason. As always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Partridge. What up, dog? How you doing, sir? Hey, shout out to Critical Fit CBD. Shout out to Critical Fit CBD, baby. Let me put the website up. Yeah, first of all, one thing, so I use it every day on my bumps and bruises throughout camp. Um, I use their pre-workout and I use their post-workout creams and oils and stuff for the aches and pains. And I, I can honestly say, I, I put my name on it, that it's a good product that's helped. And I've taken other CB product, CBD products that, that haven't before. Yeah. And I, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed this. It, it works really well as an anti-inflammatory and, and I feel like has helped some bumps and bruises heal quicker than they normally would through camp. Um, I think one thing I think is super cool is they grow it here in Utah. Like it goes from a seed to on the shelves all right here in Utah. It's all Utah grown. It's all in Southern Utah. They're, they're farms in Southern Utah. And then, and then of course, for anybody that, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, we've been, we posted a bunch of pictures of going to Cali to their new critical fit gym with Hegan Machado. And, uh, and yeah, Am Ammon Bennett, the owner, he, he took us around and showed us a great time. It was, uh, it was definitely one for the, for the record books for, for me, as far as getting to meet, I mean, how many guys get to meet a John Jock Machado, Hegan Machado, Dan Insanto. Go, go to lunch with Hegan Machado. Went to lunch with Hegan. Yeah. Here's some of his stories. Uh, which we can't talk about on the podcast. No, absolutely not. <laughs> guys are freaking uh, crack up. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a character, man. But he's, I mean, so nice and so hospitable. And then uh, Ika, I don't know his full name, but they call him Ika. He, we got to go to dinner with him and listen to his stories. He was the first Mexican-born BJJ black belt. Right? And he, beat, he wasn't trying to brag, but he was trying to brag. He beat Eddie Bravo twice in tournament. Yeah, he beat Eddie Bravo <laughs> twice. I mean, that's, that's good. he may have had a little bit of liquid courage when he was telling us these stories. Oh, for sure, it was, it was well, we had a good time. It was a great time, man. Great time. You know, and then to meet Jean Jacques Machado, who's arguably one of the top, yeah, world jujitsu guys of all time. Well, at, at at the opening of the gym, John Jacques actually promoted his brother to the is the the am I saying it the coral and white belt? Yeah. The coral and white belt. So John Jock promoted Hegan to the coral and white belt while we were there. So we got to see that ceremony get taken down. Funny story behind that. We go to Hegan's gym in Beverly Hills, get introduced to him. He's coloring a belt. And we don't, we're not thinking anything of it. Well, the belt that he ordered was delayed and getting dropped off. So he's coloring a white belt with a red marker so he could have it for his promotion. So if you look at our pictures close enough, you'll see it's not an actual uh, red and white belt. But anyways, yeah, amazing weekend, amazing day. Cole Faust got to go with us. Freaking awesome. Got to meet Bruce Lee's training partner. Yeah, Danny Inosanto. And, uh, so that's uh, Michael Lasky's, uh grandpa. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Because Michael Lasky, for those who don't know, he was adopted. Yeah. His mom, that's his mom's dad. Oh. That's why that's, Michael Lasky is a lifelong martial artist, is in their family. That explains it. He, uh, 
that was pretty awesome to meet somebody like that. That's yeah. Um, very cool. But going back to critical critical fit CBD, which I haven't had a chance to try the product. We're actually going to lunch with Ammon on Wednesday to talk about it a little bit more. Um, but I was really impressed with uh, a lot of these CBD companies that you see are kind of these multi-level marketing thing that, that this isn't, this isn't it. Like these guys, these, they're doing everything by the books. They're doing everything right. to the stores that they're in. They're already, they're, they're, they're not FDA approved yet, but when they do end up getting FDA approved, they've done every, they've done all the groundwork. They've laid all the groundwork. They're not going to be one of these companies that you see just disappearing. So getting a little bit of the backstory. By the way, a lot will. Yeah. What's that? By the way, a lot of them will. Yes. There already are. There, a lot of these, they'll go into these stores and it's because they're not doing what they need to do. Like Ammon broke all this stuff down and we'll get into it later about the dosing and, and what it takes to, to, to feel the effects of it. And a lot of these companies, they just, they're multi-level marketers. They're just out to make a buck. And, and I, I can stand behind a company like, like critical fit CBD. So I'm, I'm excited to hopefully be doing some more business with them and trying some of their products out and shout out to Ammon for, for inviting the three of us out there to go celebrate the opening of his new gym. He doesn't cut any corners. That's for sure. No corners are cut. None. Super. I mean, yeah. So cool. And so and cool. if you look, if if you look closely in the picture, Zach and I are wearing sweatpants to the gym opening because Hegan requested no shorts at lunch. And when Hegan Machado says no shorts, we don't wear shorts. shorts. You don't. He said shorts. we could wear, he said sweats, but respect. He said, it's all about Looks respect. Like athletes. Yeah, look like an athlete, not in shorts. You need to look, he just doesn't have to be dress pants. So we had to go to Beverly Hills and do a little shopping, find some. Right, right next sweatpants. to our drive. That's it was funny. cool, man. Like, that's a good just a different world for me. Yeah. I could, I tell you what, I could live in Redondo Beach, though. Sign me up for that all day long. Yeah, sign me up. Yep. I couldn't live in LA because I don't want to deal with the traffic. I would need, I would need a lot of that critical fit CBD. To drive in that people. traffic. Matter of fact, I would probably need some of the stuff they extract out of it <laughs> to get through the traffic there. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Great experience, man. Um, and we had a card. I got to see some of the fights. Didn't get to see all the fights. So we'll we'll break down. We'll recap uh, the UFC Vegas 30. But we were on a plane and enjoying life a little bit on Saturday. Yeah, we still caught most of the fights, though. Uh, first up, we had Demir Hadzovic against Yancey Medeiros. I think we both picked Yancey on this one, didn't we? We did. I don't have my cheat sheet. Unanimous decision. I don't even, I think we were watching that on the plane, weren't we? Or right when we got off. Yeah. Um, next yeah. up, we had Charles Rosa and Justin James. And we're going to talk about this a little bit more too. Split decision. Charles Rosa wins this fight. For those of you that do not know, we had Justin James on the podcast and he actually bet his show money, which was 25K on himself to win this fight. He lost the split decision for the record. Fair decision. I watched the fight. Fair decision. Yeah, we got to watch. Yeah, um, I mean, he lost the fight. I felt like he did lose the first and second round, but it was a close fight and it was good. And But for everybody that's talking smack on him, I'm going to get heated. Try not to get canceled. Yeah. Oh, I am going to throw this out here too. The uh, cyber bully, Zach, the get, cyber bully. <laughs> if, you get, if you get a friend request for me, it's my backup Facebook account. Just Zach got there. banned. 
30 day ban for being a bully Joe for being a bully. Is that your new fight name? The cyber bully? No, absolutely not. (laughs) If you read, if people saw, I'll I'll post what I got. So stupid. It's ridiculous. But um, anyways, dude, Justin, he bet on himself and he made a Facebook post and he, and, and he said, if I lose, like, who cares? I've been broke my whole life. Yeah. And you're, it's not like he, I, I, I highly doubt he's going to, he bet money too that makes it so he doesn't have a roof over his head or food on the table for him and his kid either. I'm sure he'll make ends meet. He'll yeah. figure out a way, but I, I agree with him. I think more people need to bet on themselves in life. I mean, I, I love it. Let's, 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 let's tarry off to John Jones a little bit, right? He wants big guaranteed money. Yeah. He doesn't want the contract that if enough people buy pay-per-views, he'll get that money. He wants the guaranteed money up front and then the money on top for pay-per-views. Yeah. Chael Sutton brought up a great point. That just tells me he doesn't want to put in the work to promote it. No, doesn't want to put in the work. Yeah. So when Justin James is betting on himself and his whole fight purse, it tells me that he's at least confident that he put in the work. Not only is his, his money, his, potentially his UFC career. I, I, I don't know how long his contract. Cut. I doubt I, it. but I doubt he gets cut. I doubt it, but I mean, still, he's was on a three fight losing streak. I know they were all short notice, and I'm sure the UFC will will still reward him. But potentially, that could have been that could have been something there on the back burner. And he said, "You know what? I'm putting in the work, and I'm going to bet on myself." I love it. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was gangster awesome. move, gangster move, dude. When you're riding freaking whales, is Justin not? James the coolest guy in the UFC? He's the freaking he's freaking awesome, man. I guitar hero. Guitar hero. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, I think I'll, I think everybody that's talking trash to him should have to go fight him. Go fight him. Lock him in the cage for five, just five minutes. You do one round with Justin for 500 James. bucks for 500 bucks. Yeah. He'll double it. I'll double it. If you can last a round with him. Oh, it ain't happening. Too many people, too many people run their mouths on social media, knowing that nobody's ever going to punch him in the face for it. I mean, the guy I went to Facebook jail for like, he didn't even have his, face that's that's what i got i said your opinion's not relevant because you're not willing to put your face to it and it was probably a fake name too like it's it's I this thought for me i was taught from a young age if you're not willing to put your name to it don't say it you know what this is this is the tick tick tock society right now if you ever grow through TikTok, everybody's like oh i'm gonna beat your ass i'm gonna beat and it's like you don't even know this person you're over there everybody's on there talking about how tough they are and it's like well wait a minute like cool. We're around tough people. Like I don't claim to be tough, but I don't even I know claim some, to be that tough. I know some pretty badass people that are pretty tough, and if, I guarantee you, if you're mouthing off to some of these people, you're gonna get your teeth knocked out. Like I would say this, like, like Joe Rodriguez at our gym. Could you yeah. imagine if somebody started lipping off to that guy at a bar? It's like, what no, you do to I them? couldn't. You know, or you know, it's crazy. Is Cole Faust told us a story over the weekend about in Vegas about how somebody's popping off, when, and he was like 16 years old, and he got in the dude's face. And I'm like, that dude had no idea. That grown man's like this 16 year old kid. That guy had no idea that Cole could mop him. Yeah. Anybody. I mean, anybody that trains in, in martial arts, jujitsu, kickbox, any of that stuff. If you're training in that consistently, <laughs> Jackson, <laughs> Zach Zuckerberg Partridge. Oh, we're going to put that on the back of your shirts. Jackson, I'm going to beat your. Yeah, you just you can't be mouthing off to people nowadays. It's just not a smart thing. Anyways, should we talk more about the fight? 
anyways, just shout out to Justin James, man. Shout out to Justin James. Shout out to Charles Rosa. Shout out to Boston Strong, Charles Rosa, too. Good fight. He needed that win, too. Uh, Julia Villa and Julija Stoliarenko. Pulled off the we third him. round finish with the rear naked choke. I think we both were on Avila. Yeah. Um, we, we we knew Julia could be sneaky, but I, I said, I think I thought Avila's wrestling would be too much. And and it was, and she took her back and sunk in the choke. Good on her. Uh, Marcin Pracnio against Ike Villanueva. I did not lost see. That one. Lost that one. We thought, howdy. Phillips, thanks for tuning in, man. What up, brother? Um, uh, no, body yeah, kick. Didn't oh, body kick. kick. Brutal. Right in the river. And you know it's really bad when there's like the, the full second delay. Next fight up, we had Jeremiah Wells and Warley Alves. We were both dead wrong on this one. I didn't yeah. see this fight. I'm going through and watching these. So, so a lot of these I didn't get to see because we were Warley. trying to watch fights and interact with uh interact with everybody so we couldn't be too disrespectful. So I didn't get to see this one. But yeah, Warley got got caught. Shavkat Rachmanov against Michelle Perez. Yeah, we nailed that one. Eras. Yeah, we yeah, that one was pretty much that was that, that guy's was a problem at 170. That guy's a problem at 170. That guy's a problem anywhere. He's big. He's 6'1. He's got a 77-inch reach. He wears some kind of freaking, I don't know Khabib what it is. Hat thing. Khabib. It's, it's, it's not it's even a Khabib. No, it's the yeah, equivalent of the equivalent of his Khabib hat. He's combat sambo guy. He's only 20, he's only 26 years old. Yeah, he's he's one to watch in that one seventy. He beats he what? right now. I wouldn't go that far. I just wanted to get your reaction. Pump the brakes on that one. Okay, him you, and Shamai for a number one contender fight. Two, you know, two fights ago, you may have had me thinking about that one, but Usman's I, I can't deny what he's been doing. He's getting better. Can we just get Usman to rep the 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 USA flag? He was born here. I think he was actually born in Nigeria and then oh, they moved he? here. When, yeah, he was actually he was actually born there. Oh, okay. That's, that's I looked into that. it. But okay. he moved here when he was like a kid. two or something. Kid, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah we won't even get into that. Um Kennedy Zekchwuku. I don't know. More Danilo, champions, that's all. Danilio Marquez. I think we were both on Marcus. No, we both were on no, Kennedy on this we, one. We took Kennedy, but I was like, I was so wish-washy on it because I couldn't pick it. But Kennedy did what Kennedy does. He lets Can people wear themselves down, and then he puts it on him in the second, finished him in the third. What if this guy starts to get like Francis and starts being more aggressive? Because he's he's a little tentative. It's almost like he's like, I don't know. I don't want to say afraid. That's not the word for it. But, man, when this guy starts getting some, maybe it's a lack of confidence. I don't know. I no, I think but he seems a little like tentative, but once once he gets going and starts throwing throwing hands, I think it's a strategy. I think it's his it's executing a game plan. Those are big the boys. Game plan is like, hey, just punch me in the face for two and a half rounds and then I'm gonna knock you he, out. He blocks a lot of it. He did. Yeah. I he mean, did. he no, but I but it's like, you know, they're big boys, and when they start expending that energy, yeah, he's like, dude, it's if you can take the damage and it's not like injuring you. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like, and he's fighting guys with more experience than him, and he's figuring out a way to just say, I'm just going to plot, and I just can see what you got, and, and I'm just going to kind of hang out and, you know, take take whatever, but I'm going to try and cover up the best I can. And and then in the second round, I'm going to, when you've, you've slowed just a little bit, 
Now I'm going to go 100%. What if maybe what if he knows he only has two rounds in him? What if you were making your pro debut at light heavyweight and you had to stand across the African Savage at six foot five with an 83 inch reach? Okay. He's a huge light heavyweight. Huge. He's a big man. He's going to be a problem too. All right. Next up, we had Renato Moicano against Jai Herbert. I think we knew how this one was going to end. Moicano looked good. Hey, you were iffy on Moicano. And I was like, no, 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 no. Moicano's a monster. He's well, he, Moicano's a monster, folks. Well, there you go. He gets the W rear neck choke in the second round. He doesn't get enough respect, but that division's so crazy. It just... I just yeah. don't see anybody in that division that's not Dagestani winning f- long winning streaks at this point. It's too deep. It's too good. Tony Ferguson was like the anomaly of anomalies. That won't happen again. We already know yeah, it. I don't think we're going to see that. Yeah. You know it could be but like even Oliveira, he's great. At 155, I just think there's too many people that do too many things. I just don't see anybody having another like long title reign. There's some killers. 155, there is some killers. Zach's got to pee. Of course you do. I probably got to pee right after that. <laughs> Down in the water. When we're in when we were in Cali, like literally, I, thankfully I'm not the I am not usually I'm the guy that usually has to stop at every bathroom. Thankfully, I wasn't the guy this time. Well, I was the guy, but my good friend Mr. Cole Faust and I we were the guys that every time we saw a bathroom, we had to go stop and go to the freaking bathroom. Hey, when I'm in a place where I don't know where we're going to go next or where the bathroom's at, if I see a bathroom, I got to go. You just, you guys that are from California that know these LA traffic, I don't want to get stuck in freaking traffic for an hour, which we were at times. Nah, man, I'm going. If I see a bathroom, I'm going. It's either that or I got to pee in a bottle in a car. We don't want to do that either. All right, Zach's going to the bathroom. We'll get started on the next fight. We had Tim Means and Nicholas Dalby. I know we were both on Dalby. It was a close fight. Odds were super closer fight on that, but Tim Means was just a uh, little too much for Mr. Dalby. I'm a weenie. I went against my boy Tim Means. You even thought that we I did. picked Tim Means because I, I love Tim Means. And I love Tim Means. And you know why I love Tim Means? Because he wins fights when nobody thinks he's going to. <laughs> yes, he was, Jackson. He was loving it. Oh. Cole's going to have to get like very a, comfortable on red carpets. He was a kid in the candy store. And it was funny. So we were at lunch with Hegan and, and Ammon is telling Hegan about Cole's fighting. And Cole's like, do you want to see my fight? Do you want to see my fight? And his eyes you just lit up. and sleep this dude? Yeah, he did. I mean, hey, it's pretty badass. Um, yeah, we slept on Tim Means, man. That's on me. I should I should have been the voice in reason. That's on me. I messed up. You should have been. You should have talked me out of that one. You just love Dalby so much, and I just—I don't know. I wouldn't say love. I just oh, I mean, the, situ- this, go back the situation. The go back to the tape. You said love. Did I love him? Did I? You said love. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe not. <laughs> go back to the tape. Next up, we had Andre Feely and Daniel Pineda. Dead right was, about this one. Dead right about Andre this one. Feely was Feely was piecing him up. Yes, he was. Jordan, we will see you soon because you're going to be on the podcast as soon as your fight gets announced. Um, oh. Yeah, you you called it. You nailed it. You said Andre Feely was a, a level. Maybe you even said maybe two levels above, and I think he it's showed. Not one, two full levels, and he, I showed, think he showed. Dude, Feely's a 
dude, I don't know what's missing with him, but I feel, I honestly feel like he is talent wise. He is right there. If he could just not stub his toe and put together a winning streak, I think he is right there with he's those all the guys. One forty-five. He's a big one forty-five or two. What is he? And he's and he's just like and he's just got that gangster mentality. He's just down to fight anybody. And I, like it. I just yeah, I mean, it's a bummer when it ends on an accidental eye poke like that because it's like, man, he deserved to get paid for that performance. Does he get paid for that? I don't know how they're going to do that. Huh? Damn, that's well, I mean, shout out to Pineda too because he did, he didn't want to stop fighting. Like Herb Dean called the fight no, on that one. He, he no. wasn't Pineda's he wasn't trying good. to get out of Pineda's that. Yeah, he, so so run it back. No, I don't think he can on that one. You think so? I don't think it was close enough a fight. I think I think there should be. You ready for this? What I think. All doctor and eye poke and thing stoppages like that, ref stoppages from injuries and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think they should all be ran back immediately for the most part. Even if and it's not competitive like that? Like that wasn't competitive. It was like it wasn't Nate Diaz Jorge Masvidal non-competitive. <laughs> Shout out Nate Diaz, still a stud, but it wasn't it wasn't that lopsided. Pineda had moments in the fight. Feely just had more moments and more frequently. But but like the Bilal Muhammad Leon Edwards fight, it's like yeah, that one, um, yeah, that one for sure. You know, but it's like dude, just run it back. Or and you know what else? I think I think there should be more draws. Run it back. Give us three more rounds and see who really won the fight. I I one hundred percent agree with that. One hundred percent agree with that. Like, yeah, like because of judging, the only things that shouldn't be ran back are finishes. Yeah, do like Lethway does. There is no, there is no, there's no judges. If you don't let's, finish them, you're. Let's, let's, uh, let's finish the card and then we can talk about what I want to talk right. about. Tomorrow, Valive and Rayoni Barcelos. Um, I think we were both on Rayoni on this one. Close. I believe ends up getting, I think it was a super, well, I didn't get to see this fight, but I know you were telling me there was. Super I thought Rayoni won the fight. I really did, but it was close. He didn't get robbed by any means. Yeah. It was that close. I would have leaned, but you know, I'm biased. I picked him, but good fight. Uh, Tamor showed me something. He showed me that he can fight with the elite guy. Like, you know, Renoni's he was 16 and one. Yeah. Like, so I could see Tamor getting on a little bit of confidence and get going a little bit. Tanner, Tanner Bowser and OSP. Nailed it. OSP. I think it's time to. Bro, you're not a heavyweight. No. He just didn't and look. Didn't, and and you know what? It seemed like he quit on himself after he lost the John Jones fight. He just, yeah. He looked phenomenal before that. And he's had moments since. Yeah. But he's not the same guy that was writing up, trying to give John Jones the toughest fight that John had at 205. No. For a while. You know, one, one of the, I shouldn't say that. Gus gave him a war. Gus gave him the fight. Um, yeah. But, you know, he, he gave John a really tough fight. But, you're not a heavyweight dude. And I I'm just a believer that the higher up in competition you go, the more important the correct weight class is. It's why I'm moving to 170. 185 is, is not my correct weight class. 170. That's where I need to be. If that's, I want to yeah. need to be serious about this, you know? Yeah. I mean, freak, I'm not even a huge 170. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're pretty big 170. -er. I think you're yeah, but big. I mean, like you look at those dudes at that level, like you got to, you, you got to be fighting in the right weight class. And 
you're not just going to go fight a Tanner Bozer who's comfortable fighting other heavyweights in that weight class and just think, yeah, man, I got this. What did OSP weigh in at? 230, I think. I think it was 230 something. 230 on the dot. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't, I just don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't, I mean, I get why it makes sense for him because Bozer kind of walks around around that weight too, but he's used to it and he trains at that weight. That's the difference. And that's the difference. That's, that's what his game is designed around is to be the faster heavyweight. Yeah. And, uh, dude, Tanner Bozer's, he's, he's coming on and I know he's taken a couple bumps in the road. But he's one to look out for. I mean, he 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 might be on to a really nice run here soon. We're gonna find out. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna get past the next guy that in the main event, Cyril Gain and Alexander Volkov. I'm gonna make the potty break. You can give your breakdown. I'll give you my thoughts after I come back. Well, that's not fair because you were right and I was wrong. Nobody wants to hear about me. I can hear you too because I have I my headphones in. So okay, well, no, no, nobody wants to hear about me because I, I was wrong on this. I thought for sure Volkov had the recipe for, for it. The fact of the matter is, is Gain. You know, he's checking all the boxes on his way up. The last thing now that he needs to do is he needs to fight a wrestler. Uh, if he can fight a wrestler and beat a Curtis Blades, he's right there. Um, I know that Curtis Blades is currently scheduled to fight um, Rosenstruck, but. It's like I, I don't really I don't really know where else we're supposed to go for for gain now. If I pull up the heavyweights, he's he is uh the way he moves at heavyweight, he's a problem. He is gonna be a huge problem. Yeah, and I, I don't think I think he beats Curtis Blades. He's now checked all the boxes except fighting an elite wrestler. Yeah, I mean he that's, hasn't that's, fought an elite that's, wrestler. That's that is the last. That is you, the last question. You gotta him. think he has some ground game because he has two. He has two wins by submission in the UFC. He has an arm triangle choke and a and a heel hook. So he has to have some type of ground game to be able to heel hook somebody and arm triangle choke somebody. He's not just a stand-up fighter. Is he? Is he? Is he the heavyweight? Is he? With his with his striking background. Who who was the last heavyweight that you've seen that moves like he does? Like he was he was light on his feet, sharp jab, kicks. All right, you ready? Yeah. You ready for the guy that beats him. Who beats him? Brock Lesnar. I think I don't even think that's. I, yeah, but you're no, thinking about it though. I, I don't think so. I was joking. I, I was so. joking. I was joking. <laughs> I'm like trying to like. I I don't think so, man. I he's a problem. I yeah no he he is a problem. Um, I mean, France is obviously going to be a lot bigger than him. Well, he's I'll, got a I'll, good. Let me let me let me paint you a picture here then. Rosenstruck and Blades have to play it out. Gaines probably sitting on the shelf until that plays out. And if Blades beats Rosenstruck, then he's got to fight Blades. I wish they'd hurry up and decide what they're going to do with Derek Lewis and um, and Ganu because they still haven't signed that fight yet. What Dana, are we waiting Dana, for? Is Dana just jerking Derek Lewis around at this point? 
He's the one that said Derek Lewis is next. That's why I'm saying, is he just jerking him around at this point? I don't think, and I don't think game needs to wait. Like, I think he's next. You just beat Volkov. No, but here, but here's the reality. Oh, I, 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 is he deserving? Probably. He's got six, he's six and oh in the UFC right now. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. But what I am saying is one, he doesn't really finish people. Right. So we know Uncle Dana doesn't like that. Yep. I'm not, I, this has, this in no, this in no way says like what I think should happen. But this is just, from the information I have, this is what I think is going to happen. He's going to get put up on the shelf. Thrown down. I'm He's picking up what you're down. Because you got to have Francis's next three fights in this in in any order are Derek Lewis, John Jones, Stipe Miocic. I don't know. I don't I know which order. I don't know which game. order. And, but here's here's the bummer for people like Gade or even Curtis Blades, who I'm sure would love another shot at Francis uh, after getting knocked out twice by him. But here, here's the reality of it. Derek is a draw. He, he gets to hang out up there and then he's going to get that. If Stipe or John Jones, either of them after the Derek Lewis fight say, okay, I'm in gang. You're on the shelf, dude. They're, they're both, they're both going to jump the line in front of game all day. I kind of want to see gain and Stipe. Well, I, I, Oh, let me, are there fun fights to make? Absolutely. But what I'm saying is if you're Stipe, dude, you're not waiting. You're you're not you're not fighting a number one contender fight. You're freaking the greatest yeah. heavyweight in UFC history. Yeah. You're going straight for the trilogy fight. He deserves it. He, he, he definitely deserves, deserves it. it. Absolutely deserve it. Absolutely. If anybody deserves it, it's him. I'll go one further. If anybody deserves a trilogy fight right now, it's him more than anybody else. And that's Max yeah. Holloway. That's anybody. Like he deserves yeah. it. I agree. What else did we have? What else did we miss? What else did we miss from the weekend? Did I miss something else from the weekend? Or did we cover everything? Um, okay. So I have I, I sent you a meme over the weekend. Yes. And I actually think it's true. For Asahabi said it. If there was not a time limit. Nate Diaz would beat 99% of the people on the UFC roster. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He would. He definitely would. And what's so fascinating to me is when he talks about, I used to get super annoyed when he talks about nobody's ever really beat me. I think it was the lack of understanding on my part. Cause now that I saw what he did to Leon Edwards and stuff. Yeah. It's like, how can you argue with him? Because I mean, in a real fight, Unless it's like in Ganu, <laughs> I'm probably taking Nate Diaz. He doesn't. He doesn't gas. He just Ever. keeps coming. Ever. He just keeps coming. Ever. You think you're going to submit him? You think you're going to finish him on the ground? Not a chance. No, nobody's submitting him. No, they're not submitting that guy. He's never been submitted. Yeah, it ain't happening. Um, you get like what else do we have? Uh, it's so wild to me to think about. Who wins in a real fight? I'm talking like on the street. There's no judges. There's no time limits. Who wins in a real fight? It's freaking Nate Diaz. The answer is Nate Diaz or Nick Diaz. Yeah. 
Does he beat Usman in a real fight? No. No. I actually think if Usman and Nate fought, Nate be, might get finished be, in that, that fight. That would be the first time we – like Jorge, that would be the first time we see him get finished. He might get finished in that fight. With the way Usman's looked lately, yeah. Dude, we got no UFC this weekend, but the next weekend, Poirier McGregor, three. That card's ridiculous, too. Shit. Oh, Gilbert Burns, Stephen Thompson, tied to Avasa, Greg Hardy, Sean O'Malley's on the card, Max Griffin, Carlos Condit, man, I mean, Ryan Hall. There's not a bad fight on this card. Do we give early predictions or should we wait? We'll wait. We have a good take on the McGregor Poirier fight. I think it's an obvious take, but okay. Do we take about talk about it now or should we wait? We'll wait. All right. We'll, we'll let it build up. Gotta wait. Let it build up a little bit. Yeah. Um Yeah, man. I'm ready to go back to California. Let's go back to California. Let's fly back out. I don't know if our wives will be too happy with it, but Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> You have little you have little ones at home, so oh man. I speaking of little ones, my daughter gets to go spend this, a week in Michigan for the summer. What shipping her little butt off to go see my mom for the summer? You're not gonna go see her? Go with her? No, we're gonna let her fly by herself and hang out. And no, dude, because we we're going on vacation the first week after your fight. Oh yeah, we are. Is that when she's gone? No, she's going like the end oh. of like the last week of July. Oh, yeah. Anyways, all right. I guess we're done for today, man. That was a quick one, quick breakdown. It quick, it was quick, and and we don't have any fights to talk about this weekend. Um, hey, if you're listening and you're on the Steel Fist card for the 31st, if we, you don't hear from us, reach out. We're trying to get everybody scheduled asap, asap, because this is coming quick. So we want to start getting people scheduled to get your fighter interviews done. Hey, the LFA card. This Who's on LFA? Super fun. Oh, we got LFA this weekend? Yeah. Um, Marquise Perez, uh, UFC vet, is on the card. All right. Um, why does that Why does that guy fighting in the main event, he looks like his pitcher, he looks like Zach Trujillo from over at Absolute. Doesn't he look like Zach? That's <laughs> like <hilarious>. Josh. <laughs> Christian Navatividad is back in action. I like oh, him. he's fun. All right. I like watching him fight. Cool. Cool fights. Is that the only LFA? Is that all we got this week? LFA 110. We missed Ryzen yesterday. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to lose my mind. What? I'll have, to, I'll have to tell you after. All right. Sorry. All right. Well, so let's not, get not out of here. Yet. We will get some stuff scheduled. Are we going to do a podcast on Friday? We'll figure out something. Yes. Yes, we'll okay. figure something out. We'll be in touch. All right. I will. Uh, we will see you guys on Friday. We out. See ya. We are.
No, 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 no. 